Welcome to the Freedom to Flourish podcast, where you can learn how to put your why back into your work so you can flourish beyond what you thought possible. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, and I help creatives just like you quit the comparison, crush their goals, and build their dream life. Each week, I'll leave you with step-by-step action items so you can start to see results right away. I believe you're just a few steps away from your most successful year. Let's dive in. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's episode. I am so glad that you're here. I'm really excited to be talking with you today about how to create a plan to get stuff done. And I just want to remind you, for those of you listening to the audio version of this episode, that if you want the video version, you can join my Facebook group, and I will link that in the show notes of this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. So I wonder how many of you guys are just starting out in business and you have so many things that you want to get done in your business and you see those people that are being really successful and you're wondering how on earth do they do all that and you maybe you're overwhelmed and you think that you could never do that or maybe you've been in business for a long time and you see people trying something new and you think, oh, I need to try that. And then you try it and then it doesn't either produce the results that you want or maybe it doesn't give you joy to do it and you find yourself stressed out and overwhelmed and wondering why on earth do other people seem to be doing this so well but I can't seem to get this done at all. Let me paint you another scenario. Maybe you work a full-time job and you only have a few minutes to work on your business every day or maybe just a few hours a week to work on your business. So which item should you work on first? How do you know how to make a plan to get stuff done? And which things to do step by step? Or maybe you have a goal, a big goal that you really want to accomplish but you don't know where to start. And so you end up accomplishing very little because you're scatterbrained. But let me tell you, I have been there before and I know how hard that is. And I want to help make that easier for you. So what I have created, what I found works best in my business to help me quit the comparison, to help me how to plan to get stuff done and to stay on the right track and to find joy in my business and feel fulfilled is to create a values-based productivity plan. Now, before you check out and stop listening or stop watching, I want to explain to you what I mean by that. Now, each part of those of that phrase are very important. Each part of it is very important. It's values-based so that you know which goals to set, so that you know which goals to prioritize and to keep you from the comparison trap. Values-based means taking your core values and putting that at the foundation of what you do. So it's values-based. It's a productivity plan because productivity is all about getting stuff done and being productive, being hardworking and accomplishing things. Well, a productivity plan can help you know how to spend your time and help you avoid time wasters. So it can help you get things done faster. It can help you know which things you need to get done. And 
It can help you speed things up through things like automation if you learn about productivity and how to get things done faster. It's gonna help you be more effective. So we're talking all about getting the right things done. And lastly, it's a plan because you need to have a plan so that you know exactly which steps to follow so that you don't get overwhelmed. I think one of the biggest mistakes with any goal in business is not having a plan or just starting and saying, oh, I wanna grow my Instagram, but you don't know exactly how to do that. And so it's overwhelming, you don't know where to start, and maybe you don't even start at all. A failure to plan is a plan to fail. I fully believe that. I think it was Ben Franklin who said that, and if if that's not true, I will correct that in the show notes. Now, also a plan can give you strategies for when you feel stuck. So I believe that before you set your goals, you need to cast a vision. It needs to be values-based. So how do you create this values-based productivity plan to help you quit the comparison, crush your goals, and flourish beyond what you thought possible? Well, I'm going to give you 12 steps. It's a 12-step program, literally, because it's 12 steps on how to create this values-based productivity plan so that you know how to get the right things done. Well, first of all, you need to define success for yourself. You need to ask yourself, what does success mean to you? And one of the best ways to do this is to think of people that you consider successful. Think of three to five people and really ask yourself, why do you think they're successful? Is it because they're making a certain amount of money? Is it because they have a certain feeling or they they give off a certain aura? Or is it because they're content in their work, they're really settled in what it is that they do? Or is it something else entirely? Do you love their mission or their vision or what it is that they're doing? Pick three to five people that you think are successful and ask yourself why you think they're successful. And then you can ask yourself some questions like, where do you want to be when you're 80? Questions like that will help you figure out what success means to you. If you need more help beyond that, then I highly suggest downloading my Defining Success Worksheet. It's a free worksheet. You can download it now and get to work. It has some prompts to help you define success for yourself. And I will also link that in the show notes of the podcast and the Um, the description of this video when it goes out on my Facebook group. Secondly, to create this values-based productivity plan, you have to cast a vision. This is slightly different than defining success. Defining success and knowing what success means to you is going to be your guiding light, your pathway, so to speak. You're going to be following that yellow brick road towards your definition of success, but your vision is going to help you actually flesh out what it is that you want to do. So a vision is what you want to accomplish as a business owner, your end goal. If you could, if, if you could have a lot of people on your team doing 100% of the time solving a problem. What problem do you want them to solve? How is the world going to be a better place because of your your business? Things like that can help you cast a vision. 
Now, you can go back to episode one of this podcast on business planning where I talk a little bit more about vision casting or you can download, I have another worksheet, how um, to cast a vision, which I will also link in the description as well. But you wanna cast a vision for yourself and not just to find success for yourself, but this is actually what do you want your business to produce? What do you want the results of your business to be? For example, a makeup artist that I that I follow, her vision is to help women feel more beautiful than they've ever imagined. That's her vision. And the way that she does that is through her makeup services. So your vision is gonna be unique to you and it's gonna be the way that you wanna change the world basically. And I think we have to start with this so that we know what things to do in our business so that we don't get distracted by other people so that we don't fall into the comparison trap. Again, it's your yellow brick road. Thirdly, I think that you should get a bird's eye view of your roles. So what I mean by your roles are the things that you're doing in your life that you show up for. These can be personal roles like being a mom or caring for your parents or caring for a sibling or just being a friend, being a sister, being a daughter. They can also be other roles like maybe you serve on your school board or maybe you serve in your church, whatever role it is. And it also might, you might have a role as a wife or as a business owner, or maybe you are a part of another organization, or maybe you're a part of a swim team or a workout group. These are all your roles. Whatever it is that you have a responsibility to do, get a bird's eye view of your roles. And the way I do that is by taking, making a list of every single thing that I do that I'm responsible for, and then I organize them into categories. If there's anything that I can organize into one category, then I will do that. So I might have some family roles in one category. I might have some church roles in another category, business roles in another category, and maybe spiritual growth roles in another category. And I think that it's a great idea to write these out on a sheet of paper so that you can get a bird's eye view and see all of them at once. Because what we wanna do with that is number four, eliminate what is not serving you or eliminate what is not tied to your vision. So maybe you're doing too much. Maybe you're getting burnt out. Maybe there's too much on your plate. And the way you know that is by asking yourself about each one of your roles. Does this go back to my vision? Does this help me fulfill my purpose? And does it help me get closer to my definition of success? Now, I'm not saying that success has to be money. I hope you're not hearing me say that. Or that success has to be power or popularity. Success can be any number of things depending on your worldview and your values. So my core values, I it doesn't really matter me to me as much the money side of things, but I have to make money because this is a business. <laughs> And a lot of we all have businesses to make money. So they're all tied together and you're going to have your personal goals, your personal definitions based on your, your specific goals and your specific definition of success. So take a look at those bird's eye 
view, that bird's eye view of your roles and get rid of whatever is not connected to your core values. Having it all written down is going to help you see them all at once and eliminate what's no longer serving you. So once you have defined success, cast your vision, and gotten a bird's eye view of your roles, and then gotten rid of those things that aren't tied to your purpose, then it's time to set your goals. And when you set your goals, you want to make sure that these are all tied to your purpose and that they're not lopsided to your roles. So maybe based on your definition of success, maybe for you, family is more important to your than your business. If you see that in your roles, you're spending so much time in your business, but not enough time with your family, then you want to make sure that you're casting more family goals, creating, setting more family goals than business goals. Because that's right. I really think that that getting that bird's eye view of your roles, I call it a role map, is so helpful because it helps you to to make sure that no role gets forgotten and it helps you to make sure that you're not putting too much in one of them. So it really comes down to what your definition of success is. So you want to set your goals. And I will have a future podcast on how I actually set goals in a future one. But if you want a little bit of help with that, check out episode one business planning, my episode on business planning, five steps to business planning. We talk about goals in that one as well. After you have set your goals and decided what it is that you want to work on, number six is you want to discover your roadblocks to productivity. So we all struggle with productivity. We all procrastinate. We all get distracted and struggle with motivation, but there are things that we can do to figure out what it is that is actually hindering us from accomplishing our goals. So I want you to do a little bit of of thinking, a little bit of self-reflection. Are you struggling to get stuff done? Maybe because you don't enjoy what it is that you're doing. Maybe because you haven't broken down the, the project into easy to follow steps. Maybe you're just overwhelmed. Maybe you actually work better in certain times of the day than other times of the day and you're trying to get everything done in the evening when you actually work better in the morning and you're more distracted in the evening. Maybe your your roadblock to productivity is that you don't have a quiet place to work in your house. So maybe you need to set some boundaries with your family and say, listen, when I am in this certain room or whatever, I'm getting work done and I'm unavailable. Or maybe you need to go work in another location for a little bit and set a a routine, make a routine, a consistent time that you go and work from somewhere else. Maybe that's one of your roadblocks. So only you know what your roadblocks are. So do some do some soul searching, like I said, to figure out what your unique roadblocks to productivity are. Now, once you've figured those out, you can you can work to eliminate those things. If you know why you're procrastinating, if it's because you don't enjoy it, then you can figure out how to make it better. And that leads me to number seven. You want to set up workflows and automation and you want to consider outsourcing. Now, I put this all into one category. Number seven, set up workflows, automations, and outsourcing because I think they're all related. They're all related to helping you accomplish your true work, to helping you get rid of your roadblocks to productivity. So workflows are just the process that you go through to get something done. So 
You might have a workflow that you go through to clean out your email inbox. You might have a workflow that you go through to onboard new clients. It's just the way you get something done. It's a process. Automations can help you speed things up, get things done automatically. So maybe there's a part of your business that you realized that's hindering your productivity. Maybe you really get hung up on the administration side of things. So maybe you can set up some automations in your email or in responding to clients, responding to leads. Maybe you can set up some automations there, or maybe you can set up some automations like with scheduling clients, You can use a scheduler like Acuity or Calendly, things like that. Automations can really save you loads of time. Workflows can also save you loads of time. And outsourcing can help you. If you just really hate the admin side of business, you can outsource so many things. Or maybe you really love making graphics for your business and you get those things done really, really fast, but you struggle with copywriting and it just takes you so much time then I think outsourcing that can really help you there. Or maybe coming up with a template, a formula, tweaking your workflow there can really help to make it easier for you. So next, number eight, you want to, after you have um, defined success, cast your vision, gotten a bird's eye view of your roles, eliminating what's not serving you, after you've set your goals, discovered your roadblocks, and set up your workflows, your automations, and your outsourcing. Woo, sounds like a lot when I list it all out. <laughs> then you want to break down your projects into small, actionable steps. And I think this is the biggest place where a lot of us get stuck, is we don't know what to do next. So I really recommend taking your project and breaking it down into milestones which are the big pieces of the puzzle. And then from there, breaking it down further into action steps. And these action steps need to be specific. They shouldn't be vague. They should be things where you go and look at your list and you know exactly what it is that you need to do. And let's say that you have a vague step like do market research. Well, then I think that you should actually have that broken down even further. You should have a plan for how you're going to do market research. And if you don't know how to do market research, then make your action step, Google how to do market research and read three articles, make it specific. Or maybe it should be to ask a question in one of your networking groups, how do you guys do market research or how do you suggest I do market research for this idea that I have? whatever it is that that might be, that can be really helpful. So break it down into small, actionable steps, not vague steps. So instead of grow your email list to 250 subscribers, actually write down the steps where you have a plan and you know exactly what it is that you need to do. Okay, number nine, create a list system that works for you. I have done so much tweaking to my to-do list system, it is not even funny. So I used to have a daily to-do list where I would list about 10 things that I would wanna do that day. Well, I would get to the end of the day and realize that I had only accomplished maybe five of them and I would feel like such a failure because sometimes things just happen. Well, for me, what I have decided is that now I just put three things on my list and they are specific things that are actually going to move my business forward. So I have three business tasks on my list every day. These are things that are going to move my business forward. So I don't consider admin to be one of those tasks. I, I would consider it to be build a part of my course or write a new project plan or 
or put out a video or a podcast episode, something like that, that's actually working on my business. Well, there are other systems that might work for you. Maybe you do like to put 10 things down on your list. Maybe you could use a sticky note system. I see a lot of people have good success with that. Or maybe what will work for you is just a weekly to-do list. So create a list system that works for you. And it's okay to tweak it. It really is okay to tweak it. Next, number 10, create a schedule that works for you. This is so important because if you don't schedule in time to work on your business or time to work on marketing, time to work on admin, time to work on all these little pieces of our business, then it's likely not going to get done and you're going to be overwhelmed by all the pieces that you feel like you are missing. So if you create a schedule, it will help you. And the way I do this is I take everything that I have to do in my business, much like the way I created my role map. I, I make a list of everything that I need to do in my business and I list it all out and then I organize it into categories. And then from those categories, I put them into time blocks on my schedule. So I might have a, a two hour time block once every two weeks to work on writing blog posts. It might be something like that. Or it might have a one hour post once, a one hour block once a week to record my podcast episodes or something like that. Whatever it is, whatever it is that you need to do, create a schedule that works for you. Now, you might be the kind of person that doesn't like to have a schedule, so maybe you can have theme days. Maybe on Wednesdays, you're gonna work on the marketing side of your business. Maybe on Tuesdays, you're gonna work on admin, or maybe if you do multiple things and have multiple businesses or multiple roles, maybe Wednesday's gonna be your chore day or something like that. Create, you can create theme days for your schedule. Find one that works for you and tweak it until you find one that you really, really love. Number 11, cultivate habits for success. I really believe that our habits are so important and they play a huge role in our moods and how we are going to be successful in our businesses. So I recommend having a daily routine, a morning routine that you do every morning to get you in the right frame of mind. For me, I get my coffee and I have my quiet time. And three days a week, it includes going and swimming. And I cannot tell you how much exercising regularly has improved my mood and helped me to be more productive because then I'm motivated to do work. Something about it just gets my body going where I'm so excited. And I swim on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I can tell you that Monday, Wednesday, Friday are the most productive days in my business. And that's what's worked for me. So cultivate habits for success. Stop scrolling all the time on your phones and wasting time. Stop honestly getting on your phone before bed. It's so, it's so, it's, there are healthier ways to live. I really think so. And I really think that, that having habits that are going to set you up for success are so important and foundational. And if you are, it's the studies show that if you're spending time on your phone before bed, you're gonna have worse sleep, you're not gonna sleep as soundly, you're gonna have a harder time falling asleep. And these things like sleep, exercise, and good diet, nutrition, are, are, are things that our bodies need to run well, the things that we need to thrive. And it's all connected. I believe that it is all connected. So cultivate habits for success. And then lastly, number 12, repeat. 
So I actually cast a vision and get a bird's eye view of my, of my roles and set my goals and all those things once a year. I do that once a year. And sometimes I actually change up my schedule or tweak my habits every quarter or maybe even more often than that, depending on how I'm feeling or how I'm doing with a different habit or a different schedule or a to-do list system or workflows or whatever. But I think at least once a year, going through these steps once a year, these 12 steps can help you to create a plan for getting stuff done and help you get the right things done. Because really, we don't just want to be efficient, we wanna be effective. If you are efficient and you're doing all the wrong things, then you haven't actually been effective. There's a difference. So that's it. That's how I think you can create a plan for getting the right things done. I'll recap really quickly. Number one, define success for yourself. Number two, cast a vision. Number three, get a bird's eye view of your roles. Create a role role map. Number four, eliminate what's not serving you or what's not tied to your purpose or your vision. Number five, set goals. Number six, discover your roadblocks to productivity. Number seven, set up your workflows, automation, and outsourcing. Number eight, break down your projects into small, actionable steps. And number nine, create a list system that works for you. Number 10, create a schedule that works for you. 11, cultivate habits for success. And number 12, repeat. Now, I'm going to have some future podcast episodes on these individual points, but I just wanted to give you an overview so that you can go ahead and get started right away. If you want to walk through all these things step by step, I actually talk about this in my course, the Freedom to Flourish course. That's all about helping you be more effective in your business, helping you quit the comparison, crush your goals, and build your dream life. I'll link to that in the description of this episode, so check that out there. Thanks for joining me. I believe that you can find success. You can find the freedom to flourish. You can have this be your most successful year. All right, I will talk to you guys next week. You've been listening to the Freedom to Flourish podcast. To find more resources for creative entrepreneurs or just to connect with me, head over to my website, christyjohnsoncreative.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.